0: following episode contains explicit language, violence,
1: and scenes involving alcohol and inebriation. Previously on Masks and Mayhem.
0: And from outside, you hear the sound of a motorcycle pulling up.
2: I rush down to see what's going on.
0: It's Agent Alan Rickard. On a motorcycle?
2: Hey!
0: So he throws up the kickstand and he gets out uh, and he has his gun out and he points it at uh, Apocalypse Man he's like, where are the rest of them?
2: I don't know where the rest of the militants are. He literally went flying off of the jetpack down here, and we had to follow him.
0: And before they load him in the car, Apocalypse Man kind of resists a little bit, and he says, This isn't over. They're never going to stop coming for them. You and your friends, none of you are safe.
2: We'll be fine, because we're better than you. We'll be anyone they throw at us.
0: So yeah, you guys rush to the concert.
2: And that's where we met. Is his name Ulrich?
0: You didn't meet him quite yet, but you met uh, you met his alter ego night beast. Then you uh then you captured Ulrich when he turned into a human again, and you like you were able to convince Union to like take him in.
3: So I'll him back to Atlantis by your caven because there were some insurrectionists that were threatening the order of things and they were blowing shit up. So I went back there and with the help of one of the people in the Atlantean Guard named Yardamo, we were able to find the insurrectionists and put a stop to the demonstrations at that point in time.
0: It has been a month since your team captured Apocalypse Man. As a precaution, Yunnan has taken Ruth Day and Mo Hassan into witness protection. Shauna Ortega aired her story, accusing Red Crystal International of conspiracy to commit murder. Even more than before, this has put a spotlight on you all and your heroic activities. How are you all reacting
1: to this? A little fucking warehouse. I'm good.
2: Uh, freaking out a little bit. Hoping nobody figures out who I am, really.
1: And, I mean, me
3: as ambassador, I'm. everybody already knows who the fuck I am and shit. So, I mean, I feel like Yardaka's kind of has, like, the easy end of the stick here.
0: I guess one thing I want to know, has Laserhawk and y'all been hanging out since this occurred in this month since?
3: I don't know. Do you guys like me? (laughs) Yeah, we took it to go get them mozzie sticks from What's-Her-Face.
1: All right, I guess I got some mozzie sticks from What's-Her-Face.
0: Oh, man, wait, what was it called? Remus's Public House. Yeah, with Lydia back in episode two. Was that episode two? Yep.
2: We like you, and we also want to hang out with your dog. So,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, you guys can come over and play with Bodega.
0: So, so you would say there has been uh, some some hanging out going on? I'd
1: say a fair bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. at least a little camaraderie and such. So you kind of made a joke of it. Let's say that you actually did go out to a to a bar. Oh no, that wasn't even a joke. Yeah, i fuck. I want Monty sticks. Dan, you always want mozzie sticks. Did you invite anyone else out with you? Any of the other allies invited? Should we bring what's-his-face, Jack?
2: Oh, from the bar?
0: Yeah. To another bar?
1: (laughs) I mean, we we basically got his son killed, so... Well, why would we invite him to his own pub? That just seems silly. No, 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 we went to the... What's the name of the pub?
2: Yeah, I, I, I always imagined that, like, this one's more of a pub, that other one was more of a bar.
3: Yeah, I thought Jack's was more of just like a bar.
0: Alright, so you took Jack out to dinner, the lot of you? Mm-hmm.
3: We told him we keep him up to date, so that's us
0: doing that.
2: I have a I have a question. Is there a patio and can we bring bodega?
0: Remus is like a nice downtown location. I definitely imagine they have like some outdoor seating.
2: We should bring bodega and then Jack can see bodega too.
0: But yeah. Now for Laserhawk, you know, in this in this past month, what's your relationship with Data Datacracking like now?
1: I mean, I'm not thrilled with him, but in all fairness, I can imagine this isn't the first time I've wanted to gun him like a fish. So I imagine the texts back and forth are a little uh heated. Yeah, I mean, occasionally I end my text with dot 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 bitch, but... If that's the case, I would like you to
0: roll per- either Persuasion or Intimidation. Um, I'll- Dealer's choice.
1: I should go with Intimidation, but I'm gonna go with Persuasion because this guy's supposed to be my friend. Okay. Um that would be a
0: 15 15. He's still definitely getting back to you but like he has other, you know, responsibilities and I would say he's maybe not getting back to you as quickly. Like fucking what? He has a job, he has things to do. You run the character. Are you wait, wait. I just want to be clear were you expecting Data Kraken to be a character that just literally uh sits in a room waiting for you to message him?
1: Dog, I'll be real. More so than Laserhawk, Data Kraken's myself insert so yes, I was 100% expecting that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, no, no, no. I, ha- I have ideas of what Data Kraken's up to when, when you're not messaging, when he's not w- tracking down leads for you.
1: Are you kidding me? The fictional me has more of a life than me? This is bullshit. To be fair,
2: Brandon, I think the fictional version of any version of us right now would have way more stuff to do.
0: True. Let's jump over to uh Ruby. Uh Ruby, so I know you've been kinda discussing uh with your distributor that you want to get the movie out this year, correct
2: mm-hmm maybe maybe Ruby also is somewhat psychic and knows all the movie theaters are about to close
0: what I guess that really brings to the question What have you and Bethany been doing since like the film is done?
2: uh, we've been trying to make some like promo stuff uh hope get a little bit of a following online tweeting about the film.
0: Okay. Uh, if that's the case, roll a filmmaking check.
1: Okay. I don't know why I thought that this game universe wouldn't have Twitter. I mean, it doesn't have to have Twitter. It could be a better world.
2: Do, do we want to make up a different social media? Is that something you want me to do right now?
0: Well, I mean, we have established uh, that... there that. Um...
2: For the record, uh, 24. On the filmmaking check.
0: It is worth mentioning that it was established that Robin Markovic, uh, you know, the the funder for union, the way he made his money to be able to fund union was by creating the most dominant social network, uh, which is just called social.
2: Okay. I've been making, I've been making social posts, which sounds like me being vague about which platform it
0: is. (laughs) Yeah. uh, A couple like indie blogs and a couple trade mags have like wrote a blurb about it. Like, you know, this movie's coming out. So hell yeah. Because, like, the actual, like, movie studio itself is not really putting a lot of money into the marketing. They're like, we're getting into theaters. Mm.
2: I, uh, as what I've, like, looked in from, like, publishing books, I sound similar.
1: That's been going pretty well for you. Hang on. Did, did, did you say that the founder of Union made his money off of social media? hmm My fucking boss is Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, actually, in uh,
0: 2010, he bought a then-little-known social media network called Facebook.
1: Wait, so this guy stopped Mark Zuckerberg?
0: Yeah. So he's a hero.
1: Never fucking mind, he's the biggest hero of all.
0: Yeah, uh, he acquired MySpace and Facebook. It's worth noting that Bethany actually has a slightly bigger following than you.
1: (laughs) If only
2: they knew.
0: Yardak, let's jump over to you. Oh, yeah. What have you been doing for this past month?
3: Training. After seeing all of the people that I love in Atlantis dead, even if it was fake, the uh, Apocalypse Man, I decided that I needed to do everything I can to protect everybody that I can. So I've been training a lot in the horns.
0: Okay, and I know we're kind of using, you know, we're we're using this as this is your upgrade episode, you know, use your points. What what are you putting your points into?
3: I did uh, five, like two for one. So I ended up with five points in strength, uh, three in toughness, and then one each in dodge and parry
0: okay so like a lot of your core attributes uh and your defenses
3: yeah my strength was a three and i was like you know that needs to be increased i was in, i mean granted a medic but in the army i, I did some uh, drills at least or something
0: you you mentioned that you've been kind of you mentioned to me that i think you've been training in the horns correct yeah holographic hazard intensity chamber hell yeah what sort of things have you been have you been i imagine you're fighting is the primary way that you're getting this
3: Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. I uh, I forget what the last one we did was. Wasn't it the Hollow Knight?
0: Yes. You fought a holographic uh, knight. Well, that was the last, at least the last time in an episode. It doesn't have to be the last time it happened. That's up to you guys.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, the natural advancement is a holographic musketeer.
0: Ruby and Laserhawk, have you been joining Yardak in these training rooms?
2: I think a little bit. I've been, like I said, I... Ruby, since she's been using weapons more, has been, like, trying to get better with, like, the different blades she uses, and is doing a little bit of gun practice, because she keeps being around guns, so she's like, guess I should know how to use these.
1: And it's not like Laserhawk has a hobby. (laughs) I'll be
0: honest, though, when I was imagining Laserhawk training, because you have the warehouse, I'm literally imagining you just, like,
1: pulling heavy things. Oh, yeah. Like, just dragging giant tires, like... What do you think I do when I get home from training with these guys? I don't have a hobby. You play with Bodega. I mean, yeah, that too, but he helps. I pull the giant thing, and then he gets the stick. And then I throw the stick, and then I pull the giant thing, and then he gets the stick, and then I throw the stick, and then I pull the giant thing, so on and so forth, until one of these guys says, hey, wanna hang out?
0: And roll an investigation check, Laserhawk.
1: Uh yes, good. I see that the second bit's gonna go without saying. Investigation that would be a twenty four.
0: You've been still searching, I imagine, for Midnight Hydra and the
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I was waiting for you to get to me so I could declare that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, tell me about like what you've been trying to do.
1: Problem the streets kind of keeping an eye on their old stomping grounds, keeping the ear to the ground, um, Keeping up with Dina Kraken to see if he stumbles across anything. Just, you know, typical reconnaissance for a super type.
0: You know, it's kind of worth asking because these are kind of tied together. Uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about the uh, the Blue Cross Civil War going on. Yes. Have you been cracking skulls in that regard or what's going on? Have you been involved with that at all?
1: Oh, God, yeah, absolutely.
0: Are you trying to help the anti-Midnight
1: side of it? I mean, yeah, until I catch them breaking the law, and then criminal scums, criminal scum, or are cracking skulls. Okay, interesting. We're bangers. I'm not going to give them a pass just because we don't like the same guy. Fuck, I'd be a shitty superhero.
0: <laughs> no one has seen or heard anything, but your involvement has actually kind of pulled back the heat on that war. It's almost more of like a Cold War now. You know, no one's really like trying to gain territory, no one's really trying to recruit new members. Everyone's just kind of holding holding steady.
1: Fucking right. This is my turf now. And you best believe I said that to every skull I cracked. This is mine. This sidewalk is mine. These bricks are mine.
0: On that note, Ruby, have you been doing anything to maintain the idea that Hornet's still around?
2: Yeah, I've been going out in his suit sometimes at night trying to keep keep the legend alive. It's one of the other reasons I've been training, because uh, he was a very different hero than I was, than I am, so uh, he doesn't usually put people in boxes because he didn't have the ability to do that.
0: I was going to say, have you been trying to, like, fight people in his way so as not to give away the fact that you're not him?
2: I've been more trying to intimidate people so I don't have to.
0: Let's roll an intimidation check, then.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, you whipped it, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) I rolled that one.
0: Oof, and also roll a uh, deception check.
1: Speaking of abject failure, I still haven't called my son.
2: I'm not intimidating, but I did roll a 26 for deception, so I can lie.
1: So
0: I would say right now then, people believe that Hornet's still around, but they're almost a little less afraid of him. Now they also know that Laserhawk's out there and that Visual Aid's out there, so like, you know, people aren't starting shit. When they hear someone say, like, oh shit, Hornets here, people aren't as like, well, we gotta flee now.
2: I tried on this. Maybe I tripped the first time I did it. Just just uh
0: And one other thing, he had mentioned he was going to tell you more about it, Rickard and his year-long mission. You guys have kind of shown some interest in what he was actually doing.
2: Yeah, I'm interested, but I didn't know if you wanted to share that. <laughs>
1: Who's you guys? So I still haven't met this asshole. Yeah, you did last episode. That was business.
0: No, no, no. You met him. You met him before that because when he came back in and, and like Ruby uh, threw herself to hug him, like you, you were right there. I imagine there was an introduction.
1: I was in the room when they reunited. I can't imagine I said anything. It was like, okay, I'm going to go back to my warehouse and pet my dog now.
0: Are we specifically establishing that you did not introduce yourself and and
1: <laughs> talking about? I don't know this guy. He works with a Fuzz. It just got here. Fuzz don't like me. I... Fascinating. This is specifically when my interactions with everyone from Union wasn't going too hot. Ah.
2: I mean, fair. Also, we, we introduced this, like, hey, this girl I've been hanging out for like, for days, like, boyfriend thing? I don't know. I don't know what label we put on it.
1: Alright, well, fuck, I guess I know Dick Rickard. Fuck. Dickard.
2: I, I can't Apparently, Alan Rickard needs to come to this bar with us, so you can stop being weird about it.
0: So you know what? This is perfect. Then let's say that this is a uh, this is kind of like the one month mark after after these last events, um, and you're all heading out to the bar. Anyone else invited? Sloane, Lydia. Last time Lydia got trashed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's bring her. <laughs> Sloan's cool. Everyone should come. Is my like. Bethany. Yeah.
0: No,
3: do you know who I want to invite? Ruth who I wanted to invite was Ulrich.
2: Ooh. Can we invite Ulrich? Yes. I
3: wanted
0: him more in this story. Yeah.
2: Yay. I love Ulrich.
0: Oh boy. This is a big party to bring out to this bar. I hope you called ahead.
2: As a film school, like college student, I'm sure Ruby worked in the service industry at some point. She knows to call ahead.
0: All right. You know what? That's something we never took note on before. So I'm going to make a note of that, that Ruby works in the service industry.
2: I mean, she was a struggling film student. Of course she did.
0: Rickard, Ulrich, Lydia, Sloan, uh, Bethany are all invited to this. Yeah. Uh, A nine-person party.
1: Have fun juggling all of those voices.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this.
2: We might have to split off into groups.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm going to say, at least to start with, that it's kind of Rickard with the three of you. Okay. So,
3: like, we got there before everybody else did.
0: Uh, Yeah, Lydia and Sloan are bringing Ulrich since he's kind of still being, like, monitor and everything.
2: What about Bethany?
0: Bethany was finishing up some promos and, and you know, doing some live posts on social before she came. She's got to build that fan base.
2: Cool, 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 cool.
0: And then she'll meet you there in a little bit. Well, the three of you and Rickard all arrive, you know, get seated, order some drinks, I imagine. Or do you guys just go straight to the appetizers, straight to the food? What are you doing? Well, maybe we order drinks with our appetizers.
2: Yeah, order drinks, or, order some, like, with, it's mozzarella sticks this place is known for, right? Yeah.
0: That's what you guys know them for, at least.
2: Yeah, maybe we get some mozzarella sticks and some loaded fries for the table for everyone to come and grab as they go.
0: It's one hundred percent my fault, but this show has an unusual focus on food. Yeah,
2: it's. I think it's because it's when we re- the time of day we record.
0: Probably as a factor, Rickard gets like a cosmopolitan and his own set of mozzarella sticks. Ooh, a Cosmo, fancy. I was gonna have him get like whiskey, and I was like, Nah, no. Rick Rick Rickard's not that generic.
1: Fuck you, R.C. I was gonna have Laser hawk corner and whiskey.
0: Shit, <laughs> yeah, well, I said what I said. That's more
3: on
1: brand. You know, no, fuck that, then. I'm getting gasoline. Fuck you. Oh.
2: Oh, okay. I think we've already established that Ruby's go-to drink is a whiskey sour.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the thing. So, uh, how y'all been doing since all, uh, since all that, uh, all that went down? Eh. Are we just non-verbal now?
2: I've been trying to do some training, that way if I come into a situation like that again... I'm more prepared.
3: Yeah, it's been kind of quiet, so just hitting the horns, and that's pretty much
0: it. Well, I uh, finally got clearance from Kevin to fill y'all in on where, I, where I've been this past year.
3: Oh, yeah, do tell.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, it was a little bit of globetrotting, but I spent most of it in South America. Ooh. Betsy's got me searching for this, uh, well, I found it. It's like a mystical energy source.
3: Ooh. <laughs> I feel like this points to potential problems with What's-Her-Face down at level four. Serena the Sorceress? Yeah, we love alliteration.
1: Can I just throw out the two episodes I made a joke about some Aztec curse shit, and now we're finding mystical artifacts in South America? I don't like where this is going. Oh, that's 100% what uh what influenced this. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Apparently
0: Betsy's been working with some uh, mystics... And they determined that this uh, energy source would be useful for a project that that union's working on.
3: What project?
0: That one I don't know about. I know, I know they want to basically, uh, use it to power something.
3: Oh, that doesn't ever end well.
0: I was, uh, tasked with, uh, tracking it down and safeguarding it and, uh, running some tests over one of our other bases to make sure it was stable, make sure it wasn't, uh, you know, corrupting anything like that.
2: That's always good to know.
0: And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the lab boys got it all stable and, and that's when Betsy told me to bring it on back to Echo Base. So
3: is it at Echo Base now or with them?
0: No, it's it's uh it's at Echo Base now.
3: Are we allowed to see it?
0: You'd have to ask Kevin about that one. I mean I don't I don't see I don't see why not. I know it's under like a you know, it's got like a super containment field around it, so I don't know if you can actually see see it, but Hmm.
2: That makes sense. It's something that powerful you'd wanna Keep safe.
0: Sounds like something else for another time then. Burned my hands real good picking it up. Oh. Oh, all right. Some Indiana Jones shit. No, I'm all I'm alright. I'm I'm all right. I you know it was one of those things like you pick it up, you drop it, you go oh, shit, and then uh then I you know basically picked it up in my bag. That's fair. Didn't singe the bag at all though. Weird as hell. I'm I never been I, I you know I'll be honest I don't know why they they tasked me with it. I never been you know I've never been specialized in in mysticism or, or magics. Yeah, and I think around that point is uh is when, you know, Bethany and Ulrich and, and Lydia and Sloan all show up. Sloan walks up and he goes, hey, hey, guys, how's it going? Hey. Hey, Sloan, what's up?
2: It's going good. It's, what have you been up to?
0: Not much. Not much. Just working with Lydia. We finally, uh, yeah, we think we finally got things settled with uh Ulrich's serum.
2: Great.
3: So does this mean you'll finally let the... The quote-unquote beast out of the cage.
0: And that's when Ulrich chimes in. He says, we are still waiting on some tests to be completed. I don't feel comfortable yet.
2: Of course.
3: Yeah, well, hopefully tonight puts that more at ease. We're here to just have a good time. Have some drinks. Have some mozzarella sticks. Yeah.
0: And and Sloane, like, claps Ulrich on the back. He's like, yeah, buddy, we're gonna have some fun.
2: What's your poison, Ulrich?
0: The moon.
1: <laughs> Vodka.
2: I, you know, Ruby's mixing it up. She gets two vodka sodas, bra, and she gives one to Ulrich. try to make Ulrich feel really included because you know he's been like literally in a cage.
0: Yeah, he. I imagine he like clinks the glasses together and and drinks it. And this is probably the first time I think he's probably had alcohol in in at least a year. Oh, he's gonna go wild. And and Lydia kind of chimes in and goes, "Now, now, don't, don't, don't go too too wild." Of course, the serum has been effective, but but we don't want to have anything interfere with it.
2: Of course.
3: Just consider it some uh, in the field testing, Lydia.
0: It'll be fine. Yeah. I like the order of four horsemen. Yeah, your waitress comes by when the new people show up and gets everyone's orders and's getting, getting Laserhawk or four horsemen.
3: That's just, I hate myself drinking.
1: Um, yeah, welcome to Laserhawk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yardak, this is a wonderful question. When's the last time you contacted Yaradamo? You know, it has
3: been a minute. I feel like I should rekindle that. I mean, like, we, we keep in touch casually, but because he knows I'm here on land, it's kind of, we both know we're sort of leading our own separate lives right now, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's still a member of the army and stuff. Yeah, like a little more than friends with benefits, but it's one of those. On, on the cusp of being serious, but not quite serious. Yeah.
3: All
0: right, so everyone starts getting drinks and starts getting uh, food and everything. I imagine you're having a fun time. Let's roll for party.
2: <laughs> what, what What would we roll?
0: Actually, you know what? Let's roll with presents. I'm having a great
3: damn time.
0: 17
2: plus 6. 23. 21.
0: 23. Yeah, uh, it's a really good night. And Ulrich feels super at ease. Like, you know, this is the first time you've seen him smile like a lot. Nice. Everyone's conversing. Bethany looks like. Bethany looks like she's having a good time. She's like getting pics with Sloan and getting pics with Lydia hashtag squad goals
2: yeah we're we're combining the friend groups i I ask Lydia what's up? trying to be vague because Rachel has information that Lydia about stuff that Lydia still hasn't told Ruby.
0: Oh right, right, because it happened off camera or whatever you want however you want to phrase it. yeah, yeah, you know what Lydia is kind of talking to you, and she's like slurring her words a little bit. She's like, Ruby, I, I, um, we're friends, right? We get along.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're friends. We're friends.
0: And and friends, you know, trust each other, right? Yeah. And friends tell each other like hard truths, right?
2: Yeah.
0: She laughs and then she stops laughing and then she laughs again. And then she kind of just like starts like po- looking down at her drink and she's giggling.
2: Oh, L- Lydia, L- Lydia, what's up?
0: Oh, nothing, dear. I, I, I'm just so glad we're having a good time here.
2: Me too. Is there something on your mind?
0: Always, always.
2: Anything specific to this moment?
0: And she looks at you and she kind of like goes out of focus for a moment and she comes back into focus. What? What'd you say?
2: Lydia, you okay? Do you need some water?
0: Yes, yes. Water would be, water would be good.
3: When she says that, I go, I got you, Lydia. And I do a little, little twirl of my hand and I siphon over some water to her. Do you put it in a glass or like right to her? Right, right to the mouth. It's like a little, a little mermaid kiss.
0: Uh, yeah, you do that and she's like clapping and she's like, oh dear, delightful.
2: <laughs> Read any good books uh, lately, Lydia?
0: No, I have been so tied up in my work. Nothing new. What about you?
2: I've been meaning to read more. I've been reading more like short stories and a little bit of fan fiction. I've just been so busy with the, uh, trying to get the promo stuff out for the movie. I need to get more into some audiobooks. At least I could do other work or when I'm driving around, I can listen to an audiobook.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, audio is is such a fantastic medium. I have been recording all of my notes to an audio log now that, that transcribes it for me. Terribly useful. Terribly useful. I,
2: That sounds very convenient.
0: I feel I can just, you know, say whatever's on my mind and then have a record on it.
2: And what is on your mind?
0: (laughs) Roll persuasion.
2: 19.
0: She gets really serious for a moment and she says, I, I should get going, but I want you. Let me, let me write this in my phone so I don't forget. I want us to get dinner soon and, and go over some information about Union. And I think, I think it'll be really beneficial to you.
2: Okay, I'll
0: make a note. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out when soon. Okay. Okay. you right, can I can I get some more water?
3: Um. So before she leaves, I want to just go up to her and uh, touch like the tips of my fingers to the side of her head and give her like a quick little heal to prevent her hangover.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, roll for healing. Fourteen
3: plus. Oh, duh. It's my water. So ten. So twenty-four.
0: Yeah, she's not she's not uh sober, but like you definitely can like tell like she clears up a little bit.
3: Uh, yeah, I didn't want to like like get rid of her buzz. I just wanted to get rid of some of the the dehydration that she was gonna be experiencing.
2: You are very convenient to have around for
0: parties. That's when Sloane and Bethany go, "Hey, can we get one of those
1: <laughs> for the table? Bam, 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 bam." You think he's convenient? We go drinking at my place. I'll give you guys a laser light show sometime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bethany and Sloan look at each other and go. Laser and light show, laser and light show.
1: <laughs> ha! Y'all haven't listened to the wall until you've seen the show that goes along with it.
0: Yeah, and I think things start to wind down for the night. Since Lydia left, Sloan starts to like, you know, sober up a little bit, because he's gotta take Ulrich back to Echo Base.
2: I I really want to see the friendship between Bethany and Sloane developed. They seem great, <laughs>
0: like I think they definitely definitely like kind of catch that they exchange numbers. How's
3: my boy Ulrich holding up?
0: Ulrich had like two drinks, like he's kind of like just enjoying the fact that he's out in the world with all of you. And Sloan like pulls out a little scanner and scans Ulrich and yeah, buddy, you're, you're looking, everything's stable. Everything looks good. I think, I think we're about ready to move to the next phase. That's great. What is it, a crescent moon?
2: Are we waiting or waxing?
0: So I'd say at that point, that's when Sloan and all head out, head back to Echo Base. You know, it's getting close, close to midnight. Uh, so it's just the three of you, Bethany and Rickard at this point.
1: Did you say midnight? Oh my God. Sorry.
0: And that's, I think Bethany's kind of like saying, like, I, I think I'm, I'm ready to go home now.
2: I, c- I can hit the hay if, if you guys, if, uh, you want to head home, we can share a cab home.
1: Well, I haven't heard last call yet.
0: Yeah, I'll stick with you, Brock. And Rickard looks at you, Ruby. You guys are heading out?
2: Yeah, I think so. We got some work we got to do in the morning for the film promo stuff.
0: All right. Well, uh, we'll catch up soon, right?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yardak, you staying? You going? Mm. I'll hang out a little while longer. All right, my boy. Lizrock and Yardak, roll fortitude checks.
3: Not fucking 20 the least convenient time but you
1: know 25 25 total what was your total
3: oh hold on yeah not 20 with you said fortitude
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh six so 26
1: your next liver is somehow healthier
0: <laughs> yeah bitch i heal it <laughs> i think the lot of you play a game of shot for shot oh
2: Ruby's glad she left this boys club shit.
0: (laughs) And Rickard regrets this game entirely because y'all are post-humans and and Atlanteans and can hold your liquor way better. And he ends up drunk as hell uh, with a hangover the next morning.
1: Oh man, he's drank like 44 horsemen. 44 (laughs) horsemen!
0: So yeah, last call comes and goes and he calls himself and Rickard calls himself a cab.
1: I don't know if it's last call, then I guess 48 horsemen. He calls himself a what? A cab. A what? A taxi. Yeah, the next day,
0: you all get a text. It's a group text from Zachary Ramos, Union Deputy Director. The one guy we didn't invite.
2: <laughs> what? He would never come drinking with us.
3: Yeah, you can't invite the boss. It's weird.
2: Yeah.
0: And he just, uh the next day he calls you and asks if you can come to Echo Base together sometime in the next few days. Yeah, sure. We ain't got nothing else going on.
2: And I say, yeah, uh, uh, whatever time's good for everybody else.
0: He sends this text around noon and he says, all right, can you be here in two hours? Sounds doable.
1: I can do that. I send the thumbs up emoji.
0: I imagine you arrive at Echo Base, uh, without issue. Uh, Ruby, did you drive your van? Yeah. How did, uh, how did the others get there?
1: I texted Ruby for a ride. I can do that. Boing, boing. Boing!
0: So people just look up and they see uh, Laserhawk just bounding across the city.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what? And you see like kids go, "Oh my gosh, it's Laserhawk!"
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Never fear, citizens. Laserhawk is here because this is the first time I've interacted with citizens proper. Laserhawk just bouncing away.
0: You arrive at Echo Base. You know Ruby's put- puttering van. Laserhawk bounding across the, the sky. Because you've been there a couple times now, you know the location. I'd hope so. Uh, You know, you go through the normal process, you know, you check in, get your little badge. Do we need to get badges still? I mean, I don't think you have your own badge. You're still visitors. I don't get one
3: when my boy Joe works. He knows who I am. Your boy Joe. Roll persuasion. (laughs) He knows me! We've already established this! No, roll for Joe. Okay, 17 plus... What's my persuasion? Uh, 9, so it's 26.
0: Yeah, Joe's cool with you. Uh, with you going without the badge,
3: and I gotta give him a little peace sign.
2: I just take the visitors' badge because why? We still have to go p- past security. There's no reason.
3: I got fucking gills. They know who I am.
0: So you get to Ramos's office, which is formerly Betsy Bullard's office. He has the door open, but he's just kind of standing there, looking out the the window of his office. It's like you know, big the entire entire one wall is a window looking out along the grounds what
2: is he doing the like kennedy cuban missile crisis photo
0: yeah you know what actually he's like smoking he's smoking a pipe he's got one arm behind his back a fucking pipe i knew i hated this guy
2: i was just gonna go i was like oh didn't realize he smoked
0: ah yes miss miss lawson yes terrible habit i should give up but it calms it calms me i appreciate you all coming on such short notice Agent Lewis is out or I would have had him brief you on this particular situation. But I believe we're going to need your assistance in a, in a matter if that's okay.
2: Of course.
3: Oh man, what the fuck's going down?
0: He hits a button on his desk and he says, Lydia, can you, can you come on in? Uh, so yeah, Lydia comes in with, uh, Sloan and Ulrich. Oh, hey, bud.
2: Hey. So,
0: Sloan, I flash the peace sign. Ramos turns around and he presses another button and a map of Riverside City comes up on the screen. All right. What's the haps? We have received word from multiple sources of attacks at these locations. And he brings up a couple of different dots near the forested areas to the north of the city.
3: Was that where we were with what's his face? Apocalypse Man?
0: You can tell from the map where the Red Stripe Salvage Yard was, but like it's not at those locations. Not too far from there, though. Yes, multiple attacks at these locations by some kind of feral beast creature. And he has like a pointed look at Ulrich when he says this. Well, fuck him.
2: Ulrich's been here, so.
0: Of course, of course, we are aware that Mr. Ivinson has been at this location for the past year. We keep a close guard on what's going on in sub-level four. We're aware that he has been here. Not even that, you should just trust him. Well, that is exactly why I've called you here. Since your experience last night went well, according to the reports from Lydia and Sloan, we believe that Ulrich is in a position now to begin working in the field. Yes. He has expressed an interest in wanting to assist with Union, but given his relatively new nature of being in control of his abilities, we think it'd be best if he had some assistance, at least in these opening stages.
3: Of course. I immediately put my hand up for a high five from Ulrich.
0: Ulrich sheepishly high fives back. Uh, Ramos basically returns to the map and says, based on our reports, they are at this location. And he points to kind of a, a rather wide circle, um, covering the different, different spots. We would like to send Ulrich into the field to examine this location, see if perhaps he can use his abilities to track this creature.
1: Fucking smart.
0: So he's the Union Bloodhound.
1: Maybe they could be a superhero name.
0: We would like Dr. Matthews to also join you in the field to monitor Ulrich's uh, vitals. All right, so, Patch, bring it in. Who the fuck's
1: Dr. Matthews? Sloan. Sloan. Oh, okay. Sloan kind of, like, puts his hand up like I We met last night. I didn't know you had a last name. I mean, obviously you have one, but... I'm just going to shut up now. He claps you on the back. He's like, it's all good.
0: Dr. Matthews has also expressed an interest in field work, and I fear this is an opportunity for both of them to clock some time.
1: I look up at uh, Matthews and say, So what do you do? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, Andy, alright.
0: I've got, I've got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of gun training, a little bit of medic training.
1: I turn to boss men and say, alright, we'll take him.
0: Alright. Creature has been attacking around sundown, so I figured that would be the best time to, to get out there and start looking possibly tonight, I was hoping. I, I mean, no time like the present.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I didn't have plans. My my plans were to train, so this field works as good as
0: that. And you hear a voice behind you and say, well, you guys are going to need some uh, good programs if you're going to be doing some training, aren't you? And you turn around and you see your old friend, well, two of your old friends, uh, Frank Dunlap. Frank! Ruby, Yadak, good to see you. What's been up? Where What what you been doing? Where you been? I got transferred back from West Coast.
2: Yes, we have got to do a space kid at night.
0: Hell Yeah. Yeah, they're sending, uh, Price back to Europe. You got some time to kill? I, I've been, I've been working on some programs in the horns. I'm always up for something new. What's going on? Yeah. And
1: who,
0: who's your big friend here? Hi, Frank Dunlap, Union Engineering.
1: Brock Belay, a pleasure to meet you.
0: Ah, Laserhawk, huh? One and only. Wow. This, this will be an interesting, uh, event then. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have y'all, if you're gonna go train in the horns, roll, uh, roll for fighting.
3: Fourteen.
2: Uh, eight overall. Eighteen.
0: Frank pulls up a program, which you end up fighting versions of yourselves and like each other. He pulls. Uh, he's been making files for a lot of your old villains, like a lot of the other people you fought, like uh, Brigand, Emily Han, like you know, just basically trying to trying to push you, push you to uh to fight her. I guess actually, in a lot of cases, Ladies talk. This is your first time seeing any of these characters.
1: Who the fuck's this guy? Who the fucks
0: that dick? So you're fighting Wraith, you're fighting Brigand, you're fighting. Who even is Wraith? Uh, that's Emily's, uh, codename. Oh. He knows you've got a mission to go to, so he kind of pulls back the dial just a little bit so you're not, you know, getting, getting your asses kicked. Ulrich has spent this time, uh, meditating, uh, in preparation. He's gotten really into meditation over the past year.
2: I would imagine.
0: Gotta calm that inner beast. Ulrich comes down with Sloane to meet you in the horns. Ulrich's got kind of, like, it's a very, like, you can tell it's, like, a very breathable, malleable suit on. Like, almost kind of like a diver suit, in a way.
2: Okay.
0: Ooh. Hey, guys, yeah. Sorry, just finished getting uh, Ulrich set up with this here suit. It's gonna let me monitor his vitals, and it's gonna, you know, it's also gonna uh, move with his his form change and everything.
2: Before we go out, I put on my mask, make my visual aid outfit.
0: Spruce up your van. Yeah. All right, uh, we're ready when you guys are. Let's
2: kick rocks. What are the GPS coordinates of where we're meeting?
0: And he forwards them to you on, from his phone.
2: Okay, who what, who wants to go in the van? Ooh, ooh.
0: I mean, I figured everyone's everyone's going in the van. I mean, unless Lazerheart doesn't want to, I guess. Shotgun.
2: Oh, I was thinking if any of the Union people were going to hop in there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're coming with you. Okay. And the coordinates are just, like, slightly north of the last coordinates you went to. Some of whom did escape, it's worth mentioning.
2: I know... They should stay away from us because they're rude.
0: I mean, fair. And by the time you get up the mountains into the forested area, off the beaten path a little bit, night has fallen on Riverside City. You pull up into the Chicote Mountains.
2: Wait, like the
1: Voyager character?
0: Yes. What do you guys do next?
1: There's five of us, and one of them's a dog. We do have the Scooby Dang. We shut up in a van! <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey out there um, we are once again in an upgrade episode and not a lot to report on other than a um, a continued appreciation of your support in listening to our show um, sometimes when i go back to find pieces in our previously on from the beginning of the episode i can just like really see how far we've come i can see everyone becoming more comfortable with the rules and with drawing a distinction between what they would do and what their character would do and 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 you know my own growth in terms of how I play the different characters and how I do my game mastering. Anyway, it's just a cool thing I noticed recently. And once more, if you can give, I'm going to include some links to support black lives matter and some associated black causes in our show notes on our website. Um, but that's it. So for now, let's get back to the game.
3: I want to give, uh, Ulrich like a, like a nudge in the shoulder and be like, so what do you smell Lassie?
1: Oh, you're a dick.
3: I know. I
0: feel like we're we're bros. We can we can joke like that. Nothing. Nothing stands out to me now. Perhaps I should transform. I mean, yeah,
3: they. I got. They say dogs have better smell than we do. This is
0: true. And Sloan is like a little nervous. Yeah, I know his hen- his senses are heightened a little bit. You know, in human form, but it's definitely going to be you know more useful more useful in this case if uh, if he transforms.
3: And better he does it right here than when we need him and he goes crazy.
0: Yeah, this is his uh first this is your first time uh out in the field, buddy, you ready? And Ulrich uh steadies himself and he says, Yes.
2: Time time to get his time to get a super smeller out.
1: I'd like to put a hand on his shoulder and say, Anything happens, we're right here.
2: You barely know him and make like a nice gesture and I make a psych reference.
0: (laughs) So Ulrich steadies himself, suddenly he's like grimacing, and you start to hear the crack of bones. As he kind of hunches over and he begins to grow taller, and his arms get longer, and he starts to sprout claws and fur, and his and his nose and face grows out into a snout.
3: We all kind of make a.
2: Uh. I was just gonna. I guess that's, that is the real super sniffer. That wow.
0: And of course, uh, as soon as he finishes, he lets out an oh, woo! right. At the very beginning, Sloane puts his hand, because he brought, like, a tranquilizer gun. Uh He's got, like, his hand, like, next to the gun, as Ulrich is kind of just, like, looking around. And, like, frantically, he kind of looks back between a lot of you, and he's kind of growling, he's
1: like, It's okay, Ulrich. Can I make a persuasion check to convince him that we're friendly? Go for it. Well, the world of times you get in that 20, that was fucking it. Hey, 23 altogether, bud. Uh, friends. Exactly.
2: Yes, we're friends.
1: And he starts kind of looking into the
0: air, and he just kind of starts sniffing, like...
1: (laughs) What do you got, Ulrich?
0: Fresh meat.
1: Oh? Let's go to the butchers. And he kind
0: of, like, turns around a little bit, and he goes this way, and he kind of just darts into the forest.
1: I keep up with him.
0: Oh, yeah, Laserhawk keeps up with him, no problem.
2: I, I, to the best of my ability, keep up with him?
0: i want ruby and yardak to roll athletics checks okay 15 22 altogether and
3: six so 21 altogether
0: uh i mean they're definitely like ahead of you but you're able to like like you can still know where they are and keep up in the right direction how is sloan keeping up that's a great question actually not well not well at all (laughs) Uh he is not built for field work. He is he is running, he is doing his best, but he is definitely like a good ways behind you. Eventually Ulrich stops, and you catch up with him, Laserhawk, and there is a dead body on the ground.
1: Good nose, Scout, and I would like to roll an investigation check.
0: Okay. Um and I will say that Ruby and Yardek have not quite caught up in either of Slon, for that matter. Twenty two? Despite the state of the body, you can tell two things. One, claws were definitely involved. Two, this is definitely one of the industrialists. Hmm.
1: Ooh. Fascinating. This is karma.
0: You can't tell which industrialist it is. Like, you don't know if it's Carl or one of the other ones that you actually got a name of.
1: Oh, I didn't remember their names. You can see his his gun is nearby, like, torn apart. At this point, I would like to turn to Ulrich and say, "All right, you got a scent on what did this?"
0: And he he starts sniffing the air again.
1: Close. Oh boy! And I spark my taser and fists.
0: And it's around this time that Ruby and Yardek arrive.
1: Oh well, guess we found something. <laughs> it's close.
2: Do do I know how far Sloan is behind us?
0: Probably a few moments later, and he runs up. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh dead body! Oh."
1: Great. Cool. Huh.
2: Apparently, whatever did this is close, so Vanguard. guard.
1: Turn to Ruby and say, if you don't have a weapon, I'd make one.
2: And then I make a sword.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: now everyone roll perception checks. I'm
1: on, uh, 21.
3: And 8 is f- uh, 14.
2: Nat 20 for 24, because I just put breaks of perception.
0: Yardak, what is your Perry 10? It's a good thing I just put an extra point in there. Uh, it's going to be 18. Out of the distance, you hear a <sighs> and a gigantic feral creature of some kind. You've never seen anything quite like it. Jumps up into the sky above the tree line and comes slamming down on you. Oh, I don't like that.
1: I want to pet the doggy. Anyone have talked to animals? Uh, yeah, it's called Taser Fist.
0: You're going to want to roll a toughness check. Okay.
1: Well, hang on, hang on. Before he does that, I have a hero point at the beginning of every adventure, right? Correct. Everyone does. Hey, Yardak, you're safe. How? I have interpose. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Take the fucking hit. All right. (laughs) You're going to use that hero point to get a reaction in? What do you do?
1: Just sort of tackle Yardak out of the way as the giant creature pounces, and I smile because I have prone fighting.
0: Oh, that's fine, but you have to roll um you have to roll a toughness check
1: oh yeah, no problem at all that would be a 20... 18 plus plus fourteen yeah twenty two so yeah, uh, this thing
0: slashes you like right across the chest, kind of like holding one hand against your chest and just roars like. Bruh!
1: I just got this fucking shirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and everyone roll initiative.
2: Oh, what, we're fighting now?
0: Yeah, I think you're fighting now.
2: Uh,
3: oh, well, that was a three, so that's a not terrible, actually. 12 altogether.
1: 21. 28.
0: First in the round is Laserhawk.
1: Here, boy. Play fetch. Solar shotgun. Okay, uh, roll to hit. That would be a 28. That was a 17 plus 11, if you were wondering the specifics.
0: Okay, uh, with a 24 DC. Alright, so yeah, your solar shotgun goes off and like blasts him, and he kind of like rolls off to the side and ends up on all fours, and his entire chest is just like singed.
1: Excellent, and with my move action, I'm gonna kip up.
0: Oh, okay, so you're gonna, like, flip yourself off from on your back onto your feet?
1: Oh, fucking totally.
0: And this thing is just looking around a lot of you and just growling. It's full of rage.
1: Look at me, puppy, I wanna play.
0: You can feel the anger radiating off it. You can see the blood on its claws from when it slashed Laserhawk and when it killed its previous victim.
1: Can I
2: tell- so this is not the same thing as Ulrich then, right?
0: No, this thing is far more monstrous. Okay. It's also a good like couple feet taller than even Ulrich is.
1: Rude. We we should be the only one with a tank.
0: Are you doing anything else, Laserhawk?
1: I mean, that's pretty much my turn.
0: Uh, Ruby, it's your turn.
2: How close am I to the thing now?
0: So you all were kind of in a in a semicircle. So you're within like ten feet of it.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go up, stab it in the stomach where it's singed with the sword.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, roll an attack check. Fucking Brimble, just right out the gate, stab him in the gut.
2: Yeah, he looks big and scary and, you know? I'm not faulting you, I'm just saying. 18, altogether.
0: 18. You go to make this slash at it, and you catch, like, just a little bit of its fur, but it, like, dodges out of the way.
2: I think I'm gonna move back a little bit, because I didn't use my full move action to get up there. i move back, so I'm not right
1: in its range.
0: Right, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, It, like, takes, like, a swipe at you as you move out of the way, but it doesn't catch you.
1: Slides to the left, stab, slides to the right. <laughs> Everybody
2: clap your hands! Snap, 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 snap.
0: Yeah, so it's Ulrich's turn, and uh, when it goes to swipe at you, Ruby, he jumps in and, like, swipes upwards to knock its hand out of the way, like, away from you, and he actually goes to slash at it as well.
2: Ulrich is my friend. He protects me.
0: Good dog. So Ulrich uh, slices it along the chest, and this thing though just does not even seem to be phased by it, and it actually reacts to that by like lifting up a leg and kicking Ulrich in the chest away from him. Oh, like a horse? Yeah. Oh, you can see the power in this leg is is like a horse kicking a regular person. Yikes!
2: Oh God.
0: Ulrich goes flying about 10 feet and slams into a tree. He seems a little staggered by this, but he's back up on his feet in a moment. And it's a yard X turn. All righty.
3: So first question, when laser Hawk tackled me, am I on the ground or did I just get like pushed?
0: No, I imagine like you're on the ground, like you're literally probably like right next to this thing. Okay, that
3: works. Using my move action, I dig my spear into the ground and use it to heft myself up, and then I get my spear in both hands. And what I want to do, I'm not sure how this will affect power slash damage, but what I want to do is power stunt, and while holding my spear, I want to use it and encase it in ice and stab him.
0: Pulling the water out of your water skin, encasing the, the spear, icing it, and stabbing. Or are you icing it after you stab him?
3: As as ice, like, it, like, solidifies into ice, like, when it goes into him.
0: Okay. Uh, Roll to hit. Uh, 13, 10, 23. Uh, Where do you stab it?
3: Uh, I'm going to take a page out of Ruby's book and go right for that singe mark.
0: What is the DC on your spear? It
3: says damage 3, strength-based, piercing, critical range 19, 20. So it's
0: 11. So it's 11 plus 15, which is 26. Yeah, uh, you stab this thing straight in the chest. And also, what is the DC on your water? 25. So you see the spear go into it, and then you see the ice finish forming around it. uh, And when you pull the spear out, there's still ice just embedded in its chest. Hell yeah. And this thing staggers back, clutching its chest, looking very, like, damaged. Like, it's, it's trying to, like... Anger its way through the pain, but it's not doing as well now.
3: Hell yeah.
0: It's it's turn now. E. Everyone make uh, a dodge check.
2: 19! I did that without using the calculator.
3: My question is, is this an, a regular dodge or an area dodge? Area dodge. Ooh, so I get an extra plus 2. Plus... No, 11 plus 10. 21.
0: 19. Oh, also 21. Basically, what this thing does is is it, um, reaches both arms out and basically spins around in a circle, trying to slash at all of you. Yardak and Laserhawk, you're both able to get out of the way, but Ruby, you are actually caught by its claws along the, sh- on the shoulder. Uh, roll a toughness check.
2: Uh, 21.
0: You take a slice to the shoulder and it's gonna give you a negative one toughness check. Meanwhile, uh, it comes down hard on Sloan's knee. I forgot about Sloane. Yeah, uh Sloane like screams and falls onto the ground, and that's when he takes the moment to fire three shots from his trank gun. Yeah, three darts end up in in the creature. And it's kinda wobbling, but it's not it's not quite down yet. Like it's it's you can tell it's in a lot of pain and it's not at a hundred percent anymore though.
2: That's
1: something at least.
0: Uh and it's Laserhawk's turn again. Sir,
1: I don't think you understood. My friend said it's bedtime. Solar shotgun! Oh, 25. DC
0: 24. Alright, uh, yeah, that hits, and yeah, that solar shotgun slams. Where Where do you shoot it?
1: Right in the fucking face.
0: Yeah, you slam it right into the face, and it basically flies backwards and lands on its back and slides a little
1: bit. Go to bed.
0: It raises its claw up and like it, it keeps falling down until eventually it just like the one time it reaches up and the arm goes limp and it falls down.
1: Sweet dreams, asshole.
0: Slowly you notice the body is starting to like shrink. Who who is it? Who is it?
2: Who how Sloan? is Sloan? Is Sloane like unconscious or is he just on the ground?
0: Sloan is like bleeding a lot from the knee. Amputated. Your neck. Oh, yeah. F- I forgot I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> why
3: did I go to amputation immediately? You suck as a medic.
1: <laughs> I'm starting to understand why they kick you out of Atlantis.
3: I want to run over to Sloan and do the whole soccer skid to the knees thing and then grab his knee and start healing. 14 plus 10,
0: 24. It's really bad, but you're able to heal him. It's just taking you a little longer than normal. Uh, what are the other, what are your others doing?
2: I'm, uh, how about, is Ulrich is just, like, oh, off a little bit, right? He's not, like, hurt, right? Yeah,
0: Ulrich kind of, like, uh, makes his way back over to the group.
2: Okay, I, going to go up to where the person I think is transforming back into a person, right?
0: Uh, more or less, yeah.
2: Go to stand over him with the sword ready, just in case. I don't know if he's good or not, and
1: I was gonna say, I'm going over to Big Tall and Ugly.
2: It also just might be, Ruby's a little more jaded now than she was when they met Ulrich. Which I think is fair. Austin died.
1: (laughs) It's your fault, R.C.
0: Character growth. Or shrink.
1: So what's to say, this sounds like a regression, bud.
0: This thing is, like, turning back into a human, and it's slowly, like, they flip themselves over onto, like, their stomach, like they're kind of on their hands and knees now. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Stand down.
0: Ready facing down, or, like, ready baseball style?
2: Facing down, I guess? Not like, not like I'm gonna chop its fucking head off.
0: Nah, but just like straight
3: through the throat.
2: I'm not pulling like Ned Stark near their arm, I guess. It'd just be like, stand down. I guess, Can I roll intimidation? I rolled a three.
1: Seven.
0: Alright, and Lazark, what are you doing?
1: Uh I'm waiting to see how this roll ends. Oh, seven overall, I guess I'm rolling an intimidate myself.
2: Let's go, stand
1: down.
0: It, it doesn't look up, but it like moves its arm and like pushes your sword away.
1: That's a thirty-four. I turn the Rumi, say, "I got this." I grab a fistful of his hair with my left hand, yank, produce a taser fist, and say, "Stand the fuck down."
0: And the thing that stands out to you the most when you pulled when you pulled the, them around to look them, is the eyes. They're not human eyes. It's the same eyes that it had when it was gigantic and monstrous. Mm. A deep yellow and black just looking back at you.
1: I say fascinating and deck him. I'm just saying if we're going to be doing an interrogation with a giant werewolf, maybe we should do it on our turf. Also, that's 26.
0: Uh, they're bleeding from the mouth and just kind of uh, almost delirious at that point then.
1: Awesome. In that case, I'm going to turn to Sloan and be like, Hey, you got any cuffs?
0: Sloan goes, negative. Ah. Uh, uh, his knees finally starting to piece back together.
2: Did we all forget to bring cuffs?
1: I turned to Ruby. Hey, you got any rope?
2: I I make some rope, and I hand it to Laserhawk.
1: I mean, are you gonna make me roll something the hog time, or? No. I'm gonna look it back up to everyone and be like, so we want to throw him in the van and go home, or we want to keep investigating? Because I think we got him.
2: One sec. And I make it a, a, a blindfold. I was like, just in case he wakes up and put it around his, like, his eyes. I was like, he doesn't need to, like, see my license plate or whatever.
3: I've noticed that Ruby has a very big thing about her license plate.
2: People could identify me. All
0: right. So, yeah, uh, you're you're going back to the van.
2: Yep. Who is carrying this dude?
0: Ulrich reaches down and when, with one claw is able to, like, pick up the entire hogtie uh, to put the guy over his shoulder. That's my big strong man. Go, Ulrich!
1: Turns to Ulrich. We have to talk workout technique sometime.
0: You walk back to the van. Sloan is trying to work with Ulrich, but Ulrich can't exactly turn back into his normal form.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. can Ulrich fit in my van? In not, in not
1: normal form?
0: Uh, I think it's gonna be a little cramped between him and the extra guy, but yeah, you can fit.
1: No, 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 no. I look to Ulrich and say, hey, while they're driving, I'll race you back. Ooh, I like that. Okay, we're going to make this a challenge
0: then. you got to roll, um, roll athletics.
2: The van is not taking part of this race. Ruby doesn't actually get paid by Union, right? She can't afford to, like, wreck the van unnecessarily.
1: That'd be a 24, bud. I'm sorry, 23, 23. I think you were caught unawares about how fast
0: he can be if he is just, like, on an open stretch of road, and he is booking it and
1: beats you back. Uh, as I pull back up to him, I smile and say, well, I guess I have to work on my cardio now, don't I? Keep up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ulrich so much! Please, rock hawk has a friend!
0: And then I imagine not too much longer later, like, Ruby, Yardak, and their new- and Sloane and their new mystery friend all pull up.
2: I feel like he's probably not a friend.
0: Some union guys come out, they see Sloane, like, you know, Sloan's still kind of limping. And, uh, they help him back up to Lydia's office. They, they put some cuffs on this other guy who is still, um, they're trying to talk to him and he's just kind of growling at them.
3: Like even in human form?
0: Even in human form. Yeah. This, this thing is.
1: Someone's cranky after his nap.
2: Do we have like a database to know like what this dude is?
0: Yeah, I think Union would have some, probably some way of looking some stuff up to, you know, see if they've seen anything like him before.
2: Who would I ask about that?
0: I guess Sloan, once he's done, when he gets patched up or. Okay. I mean, technically you could probably ask anybody. It's just a question on it. They'll give
1: you access. Turns to Jan and they hey, Bud, got a question for you. In
0: terms of like biological and species information, Lydia and Sloan would be your best, best contacts for that. So they're walking him in. And Ulrich's actually kind of stretching out. Like, you know, it was a really, you know, even though he won, it was like a tough run for him. He really put his all in. Oh, yeah. Plus, he also got kicked in the chest earlier.
1: How you feeling, Ulrich?
0: I'll be fine.
1: Feeling good getting out of the house for a while.
0: And he, he smiles and kind of like nods his head. Fuck yeah, bud. And as they're, uh, walking this guy past you, it looks towards Ulrich and just goes, <laughs>
1: Everyone roll... Agility. Uh-oh. Oh, it! Oh, for
2: God, I I rolled high. I've only got a one in that.
1: 17, buddy. Five. 18. Eight. This happens so quickly. Yardak, you're the
0: only one who notices this and could possibly do anything. The second this thing growls towards Ulrich, the smile on his face drops, and he goes to tackle this this guy. Like, Ulrich goes to tackle the thing? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Do you do anything?
3: Uh, he's a lot bigger than me, isn't he? He's, like, eight foot tall, so, like, I guess, like, he's, he's,
0: yeah, he's bigger than you. Like
3: I'm going to use my hero point to put some extra oomph behind it and just kind of, like, football, like, tackle, grab him and get him to the side.
0: Okay, uh, roll an unarmed attack check.
3: Six is 13.
0: 13. 23, then. He catches you with one hand to stop you. Oh. As he reaches forward and grabs this guy by the throat and lifts him into the air. Yeesh. I'll say I think, I think Rachel's the only one with a hero point left if anybody wants to try anything.
2: Can I try using persuasion and be like, Ulrich you don't want to do this. This isn't you. Don't let this control you. 22 overall.
1: When you
0: scream that Ulrich turns around and looks at you and like stops holding Yardak back as much and like loosens his grip on the guy. And lets him down. And the guy actually, he was held for so long that the guy fainted.
2: I guess I run up to Ulrich and I'll just be like, it's, it's okay, everything's okay.
0: And he kind of falls onto his knees and slowly transforms back into his human form. And I want to immediately say, what the fuck was that, Ulrich? He said if he ever gets free, he's going to kill you all.
1: I'd love to see him try, buddy.
2: So you can understand him when he's growling?
0: I can understand him. It's from his from his words, he might have said... Kill you or make you like him.
2: I see why you were mad. I understand. I get it. We don't need to
1: hurt him anymore. I put a hand on Ulrich's shoulder. And besides, anything happens, I'm really good at getting people to take a nap. I'm sorry I lost control. You have nothing to apologize for, Ulrich. You're still figuring this shit out. I'm sure if I
2: could have understood what he was saying, I would have freaked out too. Maybe is Ulrich still staying on sub level four? Or is he staying somewhere else now?
0: Uh, he's been staying in sub level four.
2: I'm going to suggest maybe not keeping Ulrich in the same place as the student anymore.
1: Yeah, valid. This is solid idea.
0: So at this point, then Ramos and Kevin Lewis and like a couple other people come down. Lydia, uh, you know, with all the commotion and everything. They go to take Sloan up, you know, to get some more medical attention.
2: And I'm going to say this, and I go, uh, Director Ramos, can I speak to you about something?
0: Yes, Miss Lawson. Please, step into my office.
2: If we're going to keep the asset that was just acquired, is that the right wording for that? That
0: works. Yeah.
2: That's in-character, she asked, Is that the right wording for that? Sufficient. I don't know that we should keep Ulrich. If we're going to keep him on sub-level 4, I don't know that Ulrich should be in the same place as him. I... He seemed- the growl seemed to be something that Ulrich could understand, and he was, uh, threatening us and him.
0: I understand. Uh, roll persuasion check.
2: 25 overall.
0: Understood. In fact, I'll make some arrangements to, uh, take care of this issue.
2: Thank you. Uh, do you know where- where would be a good place for Ulrich to go? Is there any place on, like, where we can-
0: no, I would prefer that he remain with Union for at least a short while longer. It's our new creature here that I will make sure is uh, dealt with. Is Anything else?
2: Is there a database we can figure out where does Union have any idea what he is?
0: Uh, yes, yes. Talk to Dr. Alvarado. I'm sure she'd be glad to let you look through Union's databases.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. Uh,
0: what do you do next?
2: I guess I go see Dr. Alvarado.
0: Alright, what about, what are Yardak and Laserhawk doing? Are you escorting the new, new guy, or are you hanging out with Yard, or with uh, Ulrich?
3: Do they have him, like, subdued properly?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're they're taking him temporarily, at least, to several before.
1: I'm just gonna say now, whatever Yardak does, I'm gonna do the opposite.
0: <laughs> okay, well then...
1: Nothing against you, just if you're not gonna watch this asshole, I am, but if you're gonna watch this asshole, I wanna hang out with my boy.
3: I well, say, well then you go with them, and I'll, I'll hang out with Ulrich.
1: Oh, fuck.
3: And then see what we can get into.
0: Laserhawk's going down with our new friend. Yep. And then I'm with Ulrich. They get him into sub-level four. And I imagine what, you're just kind of like standing outside of the uh, the cell?
1: Yeah, more or less. Just waiting to talk shit.
0: And he just growls at you. And he runs up and just like slams himself against the uh, the laser grating.
1: Oh, <sighs> that looked like it hurt.
0: He's not stopping. He is just like on it. Like it's not ba- He's not like pulling
1: back at all. Well, if he's right up on it, I get right up on there against it too. Singeing yourself? Okay, as close to it as I can. Okay. Hey, bud. <gasps> My friend told me that you planned on killing us to trying to turn this into you. So let me make things perfectly clear. If you ever get out of this cell, I will be there. And I will hurt you next time. Is that understood?
0: And that's when the thing just backs away. And you can see, like, its face is now just singed from where it was pressing against the grating. And it just sits down on the ground and just stares forward. Not at you, just straight forward.
1: Nice chat, bud. And as I walk away, I go... oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Yardak, you're with uh, Ulrich, right? Yeah. Y'all are are still upstairs, I imagine. Like, probably in the lobby, if anything. Mm. What do you do? I don't know. Like, really? It's hanging out,
3: being buds, doing bro things. Sitting in a hot tub five feet apart because we're not gay. (laughs) Well, I mean, I am, but I don't attempt to understand Ulrich. Who knows what he's about?
1: (laughs) No, what is that? (laughs) I'd like to know what he's about. There's a vacancy in my life for future cadaver.
0: Yeah, Ulrich just is staring down at his hands and just says, I haven't lost control like that in so long.
3: Yeah, but you brought it right back, for the most part, once we were all safe.
0: If you hadn't stopped me for that moment, if Ruby hadn't reached out to me, I just don't know. No, I do know what I would have done. Uh Let's hop on over to Ruby and Sloan and Alvarado.
2: Hey, Sloane, it's a really good job for one of your first titans out in the field.
0: Hey, thanks. Thanks, Ruby. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I, uh, sorry I couldn't have done more.
2: Ah, you you had the drink gun. All
0: right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home for the night. I'll, uh, I'll catch you later. See ya. Peace. And that's, and Lydia sees you come in and goes, Ah oh, yes, hello, Ruby.
2: Hey, Lydia, I was... Wondering if Union had any kind of database where we could figure out what it was that it ta- that we just apprehended? Because I have no clue what that thing is.
0: Yes, I only caught a brief glimpse of it, but it is definitely unusual. I, You're more than welcome to use my computer. Give me give me just a moment. And
2: I was like, oh, hey, when did you want to do dinner?
0: How about, and she, she pulls up her calendar real quick. Yes, how about uh, next Thursday? About a week from now. Sounds good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, roll perception.
2: Haha, now that I've put some stuff in this, I can see shit. 19.
0: You just catch a brief glimpse of, uh, like, she's moving a whole bunch of files around on her desktop before she lets you on the computer. You don't register why, but you do see that your name was on a couple files.
2: Interesting. And I go, so I was like, okay, so just, is there like a database or something I need to get on?
0: Yeah, roll investigation.
2: Oh, I said you were actually going to have me use technology for once.
0: Oh, you know, actually, yeah, if you have technology skill, you can do that.
2: Good, because I don't have anything in investigation. Okay. I don't think I use technology particularly well with that role, but 16 overall?
0: You can't find much. It's a very unique creature. The closest thing you do find is under lycanthropy. You do find references to, like, alpha lycanthrope. Okay as, like, a potential, like, predecessor to the, the more common uh, modern werewolf?
2: Mm-hmm. There's not much here. I think we'll need to do some research elsewhere, but I don't know where else to look.
0: Well, you, you shouldn't worry. Director Ramos said that we won't be keeping this one here.
2: Yes, I believe he listened to me when I told him that I didn't think keeping Ulrich in the same place as him was a good idea.
0: Oh wow. He he wrote that email quick. I I got it just moments before you you came in the room.
2: He's very much about duty. I do a little salute.
0: <laughs> I do have some additional projects that I do need to work on, Ruby. Uh if if it'd be okay?
2: Of course. I'll go see what the rest of the gang's up to.
0: All right. I'll see you for dinner if not before. Yes. And she kind of just uh gives like a little like a like a smile She's just like, "Okay, goodbye now."
2: Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: And you see, at this point, you see Ramos come out of his office.
2: Apparently you sent emails fast.
0: Yes, actually, we've already made arrangements. Where are the rest of the team? I want to, I feel that it's best that they all get information about what's going on.
2: Um, I'm not sure. I left them in the lobby when I came to talk to you.
0: Let's go check in there then. And, uh, I guess they would see, they would see Yardak and, uh, Ulrich there. I guess, did Laserhawk come back?
1: Uh, yeah, I can imagine them walking back while whistling bad moon rising to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As he's coming down the stairs, the doors to the horns open up, and Frank and Price walk out.
2: Hi, Price, I heard you're heading back across the pond.
0: Mm, indeed, I, I will be going back to the Union bases back in Europe, and I will be taking some cargo with me, from my understanding. Ah. And that's when Ramos looks up and goes, Yes. Given what occurred, and given what is, you know, all the current guests down in sub-level 4, I believe it would be a good idea to send this particular one back to Europe with Price for some research there, because they do have a bit of experience there with lycanthropy as well.
2: That seems like a a good choice, although guest seems like a generous term.
0: (laughs) Due to this change in arrangements, I am going to be Leaving soon, would any of you care to accompany me to the ship I'm taking?
2: Yeah, sure. Say bye. Yeah, give you
3: a,
1: give you a good send off,
0: and also to escort this creature.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: Laserhawk, are you coming?
1: Uh, solely because you said escort the creature. Yes.
0: Union gets an APC to escort the creature and an SUV for Price. I guess are y'all coming in the van?
2: Sure. Okay. What's an APC?
0: Uh, armored personnel carrier.
1: Okay. Oh, man, the I want to ride the apk.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can ride in the apk with the creature.
1: Hell yeah, I want to ride in the apk with the creature.
0: So you make your way down to the docks near the north end and you see a giant uh, Union-logoed uh, cargo ship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We are going to be sending some supplies over there as well, so it seems well enough that I will escort the creature on the ship.
2: That sounds good. I I assume there's some kind of like, holding cell for him down there.
0: Yes, yes. We have adapted the technology of sub-level for a lot of our larger vehicles. Smart. We are taking all precautions, no expense spared.
2: Good, because uh, if you think he looks scary with his eyes now, you don't want to see him big.
0: And so you see a couple, like, uh, kind of Union SWAT guys uh, escort the creature in, uh, and Price goes to shake your hands.
2: I shake I shake Bryce's hand.
0: Yeah, give him a quick little up and down. Yeah, what the hell, why not? It's been a pleasure, Mr. Laserhawk. I know we didn't get to really meet, but thank you for your assistance. Riverside is in your debt.
1: Thanks for taking this ugly son of a bitch off our hands. <laughs> Ruby burst out laughing.
0: <laughs> also, I guess we didn't establish it. Do you, do you think Ulrich came with you?
2: I think it would be up to like whether Ulrich was, like, felt up to it yeah that's an all right question, bud.
0: okay, I'm gonna say no, he stayed back, um, just you know, kind of with everything went on, he kind of went back to like his space
2: yeah i- i, I imagine he's meditating,
0: and yeah, uh, so price and the lot load onto the ship uh not long afterwards, the ship takes off you just you see go over the horizon as the sun is rising,
1: man, that was one ugly fucking, boomer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it is moments later that suddenly you hear the sound of a bunch of water, like, slopping onto the docks. Uh Uh-oh. What's happening here? And it's behind you.
1: I spark up my taser fist and I spin around.
2: I turn around to see what's up. I put my hands up.
3: I'm right next to the fucking ocean, so I just fucking whip up a bunch of water into my hands, ready to go.
0: Uh, And when you turn around, you see on the ground with a giant gash in his shoulder, it's Yarodamo.
3: I drop my hands and the water falls to the ground in a splash.
2: Yo, who the fuck is this? I have no idea.
0: I know him. He's with me and I've run over to him. And the second you reach him, he reaches up and he, and he grabs you with one arm by the shoulder. They're coming. And he faints.
1: Chapter 32 House of Wolves
0: Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The podcast is written, produced, and forced to live in sub-level 4 by myself, R.C. Viler. Remember to check out the links on our website for ways you can support Black Lives Matter. Masks and Mayhem is a member of the New England Podcast Consortium. Other members can be found at newenglandpodcasts.com. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by AJ Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. I was really worried when you were saying about, like, you weren't sure about your relationship. I was like, oh, do I, do I do, do I bring Yardamo back? <laughs> do I bring a different Atlantean?
2: For the record, it's exactly who I thought. When you we were like, some Water splashes up. I was like, mm, why would he ask about Yardamo? You know what, I don't know what I thought,
3: what I thought it was, and, uh, which I, it was totally conspiracy theory of me, is that um we were going to turn around and we we're going to find the real price on the ground. And like the price that like took the monster wasn't actually price. It was like some kind of shapeshifter. Ooh. That's an idea. That's immediately where my mind took it. Shut that down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what about the, the Quarian?
0: The Quarian?
1: Yeah. Do you have a name for this episode already?
0: Yes. Uh, because I name all of our upgrade episodes after my Chemical Romance songs.
1: <laughs> See, I similar but different. I was gonna legit suggest you name it Bad Moon Rising.
0: Ah, uh, no. It's House of Wolves.
1: Oh. oh okay, that's pretty cool. You know what? I'll give you that one.
0: Yeah, I had been wanting to bring um, Ulrich back for a while, and I knew that I wanted to name the up- I knew I wanted to keep the theme with the upgrade episode names. And so when I saw that, I was like, "Well,
1: this is perfect." Hey, fair the fucking off. my need, and then I was like, "Let's invite Ulrich." Boy, I can't wait for the episode called Na 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 Na. Nah.
0: <laughs> that was perfect though, because like I was so glad that you wanted to include him, because you know I I didn't want to force him into the episode. I like you know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys would have been like, "No, we'll take care of this on our own," I would have let you take care of it on your own.
1: RC, if you have us go through a upgrade episode right after like another hornet situation, and you called, I'm not okay. I promise, I'm fucking done.
0: Um, yeah. So everyone had fun tonight. Oh yeah,
2: happy. it was like a good mix of like care. I'm glad we actually got some like uh, attacking, like battle stuff into it, like an upgrade episode
0: yeah yeah i didn't I, I i knew with having to split it you know with a couple different things a couple different you know storylines and things going on that i didn't want the battle to be too long oh yeah Sha- no um uh, was the enemy sufficiently scary
1: yeah yeah i liked the part where he was a dead industrialized fuck those guys
2: did you decide that after we had asked if it was near that place
0: no, no, no. I kind of thought that that might be the case. Like I was debating it, and then when you asked, I was like, "All right." I also am just a big fan of the anime trope of the uh, the new bad guy like attacking or killing the old bad guy.
2: Oh, I do love that. I mean, it is an anime, but I can think of my favorite my favorite introduction for one of the villains on phones is they they snipe out the last villain.
1: That's a really good anime trope. I love it when they did that in Hamtaro. Same fucking Hamtaro. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you guys
3: did not like about tonight's episode? I thought it went, like, the pacing was really quick.
1: I thought you were gonna send fucking Ulrich off to Europe, and I was gonna be very upset. I was like, no, I called dibs. I want two dogs.
0: No, I'm not sending Ulrich to Europe.
1: Well, I don't know what you've got going on. You've killed, like, half of my friends. It's true. My brain is an enigma.
2: I will say Ulrich was my friend before he he was yours, (laughs) Laserhawk. I gave him movies to watch. I'm the one who made sure that he had a nice place to stay as opposed to just being like shipped off into some random facility so we could like still see him I'm curious about that RC did he only stay because I insisted that he like stay near us or did you always plan him
0: no I mean no you all you all drastically (laughs) changed Ulrich's trajectory Ulrich's original plan was he was going to turn back into a werewolf and escape and you guys were really so determined to like calm him down and keep him cool and then, like, fighting for his rights. So, like, I was like, alright, yeah, this guy's sticking around. I'm sorry that I kind of put him in a in a cell for the last year and a half, but...
1: I mean, narratively, it made sense.
2: It made sense, but I just love, every time we were down there, I was like, I have to go say hi to Ulrich.
0: But yeah, uh, we also... Frank is back now.
2: Yay! I love Frank! Me and Frank and Ulrich can have space cadet marathons. You guys can join it if you want to.
0: I was like, what about Bethany?
2: Bethany, yeah, Bethany can join. Bethany,
0: she'll be busy with Sloane. Oh yeah, Sloan Actually, you got Sloane into Space Cadet too. Remember, he bought the box set at the convention. Oh
2: yeah, I um. So yeah, I guess Bethany had probably met Sloane there then, right? Because Bethany definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they really like chatted much, but like they had at
1: least met.
2: Am I allowed to ship Sloane and Bethany?
0: <laughs> you can ship whoever you want.
2: I'll try to convince him to get rid of the Soul Pact, but.
1: Awesome! I ship Midnight Hydra with my fist. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Well yeah, we've got uh what we had a uh, Raina Morris and uh William Jensen William Jensen being shipped by Dan. Yeah. And uh Mo and Ruth also being shipped by Dan. <laughs> yeah. I'm like fucking FedEx over here.